0: Everybody. welcome to this week's episode of Spiritual Spiral. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. We love your comments and interacting with you all, so we really appreciate your support. Um, we have part two this week of another episode with our good friend, Mary Ternofsky. She is a lithotherapist, which, like, she's a crystal expert. She's basically an expert on all these different amazing things. Like, she can do it all. Um, Mary, thank you so much again for being here.
1: Thank you so much
2: for inviting me. Of course. It's so yeah. great to have you back. I am i just absolutely adore you and love you and so happy to be in this discussion with you today.
0: Yeah, its uh, and of course, I'm Sam Davidson, my good friend and co-host, Sari Cohen. And yeah, it's really cool because um, our friend who's been on the show a couple times, Alexander May, he introduced us to Mary and the three of us have like developed this really fun friendship and Mary's all the way in Germany. And I'm just like, I brag about it to people. I'm like, I have this really cool friend and she lives across the world. But like, I feel like I've known her for years and years. And and, Sari, I know you feel the same way too.
2: Oh my gosh, Mary, I was just telling you the other day, I have told so many people about you, your your beautiful energy and your beautiful way, and I'm directing them to your Instagram. I'm like, oh no, you have to follow her. You have to. (laughs) She's incredible. Yep. Well, sometimes our
1: Instagram accounts are filled with uh, interesting stories Mm -hmm. uh, that are somewhat out of context. And I do not only write about crystals, but actually about what is happening around us. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, I traveled to this very nice, beautiful restaurant where everyone's supposed to be feeling relaxed and rejoice and enjoy the weather and the nature. And what I saw appeared to be quite the opposite. And that's the reason why um, the story was somewhat on the current situation that we're finding ourselves in. So what's happening, um, ladies? Yeah, on? At- it's, you know,
0: you- it's crazy over here. Um, I mean, I, Sari is in Orange County and I'm very jealous, uh, because I feel like you are a bit out of the crazy and I am, I mean, is it still crazy over there though, Sari?
2: um yes and no i we don't have you know we're in the middle of not just the pandemic but these protests that have been going on and i am uh, a bit removed from that in orange county it's not you know i'm there are some going on uh but it's not like it's not like what's happening in la so i'm i'm doing what i can from from The you know (laughs) from where I am physically, but it's not like I can just really hop into um, a you know a protest right now. Like you, I know it's surrounding you right now, Sam. Where you're hearing gunshots at night, firecrackers at night. I mean, people are honestly
0: trying to mess with other people. They're trying to like fuck with people, and I hate that. The other night, in the at like one in the morning. It sounded like a bunch of um, a bunch of gunshots or a bomb or something and it was really scary and I had this app called Citizen that people report if there's like a crime if there's a 911 call and I was like I saw that all these people were reporting gunshots. Turns out at least most of them were fireworks and it's just like someone was doing that on purpose to upset people on purpose. Why would they do that? In the middle of the night during a time when there are gunshots like there are people, you know getting shot And there are people that are just like running around with weapons like losing their shit So um, and I know Mary like but when you jumped on you uh, before this you told us you're like guys What the hell's going on with you two? You know, I feel this energy and then you did um, you did something to us to calm us down, but you really Got in touch with what we were feeling, and you didn't know. So tell us a little bit about what you did um, with us before we started recording.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, basically, our brain uh, works on different and operates on different brain waves, and when we are in the so-called theta brain wave, we have direct access to our subconscious mind. And this is how we can pull, basically, any information um, and work on our beliefs. And we also have, during this moment, the ability to heal ourselves. So basically, I'm not healing anyone. I am just witnessing you two beautiful ladies getting in touch with yourself and finding that true inner power and strength to, you know, clear things up. Because in these times that are coming up and in the times that we are in right now, we uh, must develop the ability of clearing things out. You know, every time you get on a plane, if you feel agitated and start panicking, you can ask yourself whether these are your own feelings and emotions or whether they belong to someone else. And I guarantee to 99% They do belong to someone else, and we just perceive them and feel them as our own, just because we can, just because we are these, you know, very powerful, limitless beings that like to heal people at our own expense, (laughs) and it's time to kind of stop that and and do it, you know, in a smart way. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard,
0: especially, you know, for empaths to differentiate what is your feeling what are your feelings and what are you picking up from somebody else and then it's still important it's how do you figure out if these are actually your feelings you know what I mean if these are your fears and it's coming from you and that maybe my fears and feelings are rubbing off poorly on somebody else and I don't want that you know it's like it's it's a hard thing to control yeah
1: yeah I I Yeah, go ahead ahead. (laughs) i'm not sure why this story comes to mind it was a year ago um and i was all by myself uh living here in this beautiful area frankfurt um and at this point in time i consciously you know did not care about saint valentine's day so um I had my choices and options to celebrate this date, but I decided not to. So I was not really caring about this. Like I was, you know, doing other projects and doing uh, workshops in Italy, uh, the crystal workshop. So I was all in that in that um, different mode. And on that day, um, I am in a grocery store and all of a sudden I started doubting myself and i go like oh my gosh i'm shopping here i'm grocery shopping on valentine's day you know and i'm here by myself all alone (laughs) and then i stopped myself for a second and i i I was like mary wait wait a second what is going on are these your feelings and emotions and then i felt this immediate lightness because i looked around and the grocery store because we're in the, the bankers area was filled with sleek, good-looking, well-dressed bankers who had to do grocery shopping on their own on Valentine's Day, you know, just picking up the the, the fast food items that they would cook at home and, and be lonely. And, and I was just picking up their emotions mm-hmm. of loneliness and kind of like, you know, outrage over the fact that they're all alone. <laughs> and then it stopped immediately. So at the moment you ask yourself, or oh, is this mine? Um, it stops. So just do it more often, especially yeah.
2: nowadays. <laughs> it's hard to differentiate. I mean, we, all, we are made up of energy. And if you study physics, or you study quantum mechanics, you can understand how interconnected we all are. And I think at a time like this, when energy is heightened. I mean, I'm finding myself, I'm crying all the time. I'm I'm there's you feel so helpless. You're watching other people experiencing something and you don't know how to fix or you don't know how to help or you don't know what to do. Or, you know, it's amazing the glimpses of things that I'll see or I'll hear and immediately I'll just start to cry. You know, I'm in a situation here, you know, I'm 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 with my parents who are high risk. So I, it's, it's hard for me to actually go and venture out. Um, so I'm limited as to what I can do um, in a lot of ways, not just to help other people, but to help myself. So I'm struggling. I don't know. What do you suggest, Mary? Like when you're in that situation, what is it that we can do to help ourselves? Well, that's, uh, that's
1: a great question. Actually, a question that um, everyone should ask right now, and probably is asking, where do I find the strength? Ironically enough, um, it can bring us back to the Stoic philosophy uh, <laughs> and and the Stoics, because back in the days uh, where people um, had, you know, you know, more instability in their living conditions um, they would practice what is now called stoicism and that is the inner strength to um, you know embrace the uncertainty that's the inner strength that people would uh, practice uh, in order to feel at ease in any situation and I would probably just recommend everyone to pick up that book from the local library or online and uh, read some of their quotes and actually the history of how this philosophical school was developed mm-hmm. would be definitely a great help. Um, however i believe that there are some other philosophies that are more useful during these times for example buddhist philosophy Mm -hmm. because it's all about active compassion this is exactly what you were talking about siri um this um desire the inner desire to help every living being um and um the tool that Buddhists use um, is not just to sit in a cave and meditate and you know, get spaced out, but um, there is a concept in Buddhist philosophy which is called active compassion. So this is the inner ability not to get devoured by outer suffering, but actually see it, see clearly what is happening and then get active, you know, and then, and then act on it and help other people. And I think um, people who know Stoicism and Buddhist philosophy are the ones who we are desperately going to need um, very soon. (laughs) So how did this 5th of June um, eclipse play out for you, ladies?
0: Oh, Oh, man. Um, Yeah, that was tough. Was that last, that was last weekend around last Mm -hmm. week? Yeah. Um, I was definitely butting heads with people. I had like a whole session with my therapist about it, how, you know, I didn't go into the astrology of it all. Cause he would have been like, okay, Sam, let's, let's get back to this earth, please. Um, but you know, I, I, it was a time where I really wanted to speak out. I was really frustrated with everything around me that I was seeing. And I was just like, this is, BS, like enough. And I, it wasn't the right time to speak out, but it's like I couldn't control myself. And then, of course, you know, I've got some people angry with me and uh, then I, I wish that I didn't, but it just seems like a, a whole big chaos. And I know so many people that at that weekend, you know, during that time, that very similar things happened. Like people are just spiraling out of control and lashing out at each other and not coming together. Um, And I've been noticing that more and more. I mean, the Black Lives Matter movement is extremely important and it is bringing people together, which I think is a beautiful thing to fight for the same thing. Um, But, you know, there's just so many other instances where people are attacking each other and tearing each other apart. And all what we need right now is compassion and to help each other and be kind. But the internet can be a really um, volatile place And, you know, it's something new that we never had in history before when there was all craziness going on. The internet now, I feel like, is this additional factor that is driving the chaos up even more and revving people up even more. Um, You know, Sari said she's been trying to stay off social media. A lot of my friends have. I have no self control, but um, maybe in a few weeks I'm going to give it a try. (laughs) again but i can't stay off so yeah no it was really it was a really crazy time can you explain astrologically like what was going on then
1: well it was a preview lovely (laughs) it was a little trailer of what's coming up (laughs) um well all of the things that happened on the 5th of june um are actually a laying foundation for the next series of events to evolve and open up. Uh, We will definitely see it in August of this year, and then later down the road in November and December of 2020, and once again, I am not an expert in astrology. Um, However, I do have a lot of friends who are actually very successful when it comes to investing money and playing on a stock market and using astrology at the same time. We're talking about a completely new generation of young intellectuals who are in their mid-20s and they use the tools that they have learned, they use the tools that are at hand, such as crystals, such as astrology and political analysis and just staying together and having that community you know um if if there is anything i can uh give our audience today is to say mm, make sure you invest wisely and if there is a possibility of taking money out mm, in the beginning of september of 2020 out of the stock market i would definitely use that opportunity will we see another event that would lead to great depression yes probably and all the things that are happening right now are once again laying the foundation for things to come forth uh, this fall
2: how do you see it affecting different countries i mean we're here in the u.s and you're over there in Germany, how do you see that playing out with all of us and how connected is that gonna be? Thank you. The problem in our society in general,
1: and I'm not talking about different movements, you know, uh, the, the Black Lives Matter movement, All Lives Matter, all of this different things that are tearing us apart. The problem is that we fail to see the bigger picture, and um, I also had quite an emotional, you know, um, eclipse um, situation where where I just started feeling how we are all um, setting our eyesight, looking at something which we're not supposed to be concentrating on. We're supposed to be concentrating on seeing the bigger picture and helping each other and building right communities. So now, um, if we talk about Germany, for example, uh, you clearly see that um, some political parties are coming forward. You can clearly see a certain wave of propaganda. I would even call it anti-American propaganda in general. Because the general population would not um, set aside, you know, uh, the Trump administration from the general American population. In their mind, it's like all one thing, Mm -hmm. which is incorrect, which is completely incorrect. We should look at people as individuals and not as, you know, the folk uh, so to say. And, um, I can see that certain governments are trying to introduce, um, very effective, unfortunately, uh, manipulation techniques. Mm -hmm. And uh, I understand that some of them probably have read Edward Bernays or are reading up on, um, his works right now as we speak. In order to understand how to steer public's opinion into one or the other direction. Now what it does to us energetically we all felt already this evening. I mean it's evening time in Frankfurt but it's morning time for you because a lot we find ourselves in a situation where a lot of people are being torn apart and are being kept in fear. Um, The trend, I mean, ask me more questions about the upcoming trends. I can clearly see a certain trend here and the way things will develop further down the road. Um, And I do not understand the so-called Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude is a German word um, that describes the feeling of happiness for other people's misfortune. Now, ironically enough, you can only find this word in German language. If you've read now Chomsky and his theory, um, his linguistical theory um, on how we think and how the words that we use and the language that we use affects our way of thinking, I can clearly see that some of the governments in Europe are watching with schadenfreude what is happening over in the united states of america and it is a big mistake what happened back in 1920s you know with the great depression everyone in europe thought that it will not affect them that things are only happening in the united states and then the rest of the world will not be affected which was proven to be wrong at the end of the day we had some um, very interesting regimes coming into power and um, hundreds and thousands and millions of people suffering under these regimes. So um, what I, you know, I have, I'm at this point right now where like I'm losing hope almost, like I'm losing this positivity and this belief in people because you cannot watch with Schadenfreude or what is happening over in the United States all of these economies are tied together. You know? We have become so globalized all around the world that we have no other choice but to depend on each other. Yeah. You know? And if those iPhones will not be delivered to Europe and some other parts and pieces will not be delivered to ABC countries, mm-hmm. we will probably find ourselves in a situation where there will be not only food crisis, uh, but also crisis on the uh, goods market, so to say. So I also yeah. I want to talk
0: about how history is repeating itself. Um, I saw something online the other day, and there was some kind of term for it, like it was even even something four years ago um, that is very similar. And I think Mary, you sent me some things um, like some, some memes and stuff, and how. The Simpsons, like, four story years ago, I mean, they had, first of all, I don't know what's going on with the creators of The Simpsons. I have always been, like, their time travelers. They have yeah. to be freaking time travelers because they just put things in their cartoons so, like, slyly, and then they happen, and then people pull it. They're like, oh, my God. But, you know, also, there is a big comparison to what's going on right now to the Great Depression, to Hitler, to Nazis, you know, and that that is very, very scary. Um, you know, how are these, how are these, how are we repeating ourselves and why are we doing this? How do we get out of this loop?
1: Hmm. wow, that is, this is the kind of question I've been asking myself the past couple of days, believe me. Well, first of all, uh, when we have, when we are put um, under pressure, um other parts of our brain uh, start functioning instead of you know neocortex and prefrontal lobe. We um, turn back to our reptilian brain and um, our morphogenetic field gets activated and all of the information from our ancestors, all of these people who survived you know, Holocaust, went through Second World War. To survive the Great Depression and hunger. all of these fears and programs start coming up. So this is the reason why um, at the beginning of our episode we were talking about distinguishing, discerning your own emotions and feelings and fears from the rest because it not just be might, like your fear it might be you know the fear coming uh, up from your grandmother. Um, And uh, it definitely helped um, our ancestors to survive and thrive. And maybe sometimes we know better what uh, products to buy in a store that would allow us to be functional. Um, So I'm very happy that we're talking about this because a lot of times um, when it comes to spirituality, People would just, you know, um, stick their head in the sand and say, oh, 5D, you know, higher dimensions, angels. I think the true spirituality comes from you being aware of what is going on and remaining this clear mountain that, you know, being that strength for people. Where you're not only able to talk about angels and astrology, but also, you know, where you're able to tell people, hey, get your shit together, you need to buy right now A, B, C, prepare for these particular situations, you know, I got your back. And this is true spirituality. This is active compassion. This is one of the reasons why we're talking about this right now. Um, I kind of forgot. What is it? What, what, oh, this, uh, yes, the programming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the programming. Because I kind of like got carried away. Morphogenetic field uh, is a very powerful thing. So, uh, what we're doing right now, we're recreating basically uh, the major reactions mm-hmm. of uh, the Civil War. We're recreating the knee jerk reactions of, um, we're bringing up all the pain and sorrow and suffering um, that our country had gone through, you know, 200 years ago. Mm. Um, and this is one of the reasons why um, the riots and uh, the movement has reached the point where everyone feels this pain and where everyone feels like something is physically literally uh being done to them and it's not their own it's just the memories of their ancestors that are coming up and this is probably the best time right now for healing and coming together and realizing that we are all one no matter color what pigmentation our skin has we should uh look at the bigger picture of what is actually happening And um, what is happening is quite interesting because there are a lot of countries, I just want everyone in the United States to shift the perspective a little bit, you know, and uh, yes, we are acknowledging the fact that all these things have been happening, this long history of segregation, the long history of humiliation. We should just embrace it and not be enemies to each other, but actually look at what is happening around us. Now, there were a lot of countries, and some in particular, who've been dreaming about the United States being weak. Yeah. Okay. There are some economic powers, such as China, who are just sitting there and waiting for the United States to get weak. And you all know Lao Tzu, you know, and everyone in China reads Lao Tzu, a famous Chinese philosopher from, I believe, uh, 6 BC. Um, and um, he wrote this uh, piece of work, I believe it's called Art of War, I'm not sure you might correct me, ladies, uh, where he basically talks about uh, waiting for the enemy to get weak and then striking. And I think this is exactly what is happening right now. I mean, they're just waiting for the citizens of one of the greatest countries on earth to, uh, you know, tear things down with their own hands and then become vulnerable to the outside force. And this is what we should prevent and this is what we should stop. Yeah. Obviously, it is a downfall. It's a, it's, um, you know, side effect of the fact that we've been studying predominantly American history in our colleges, and very little of world history, which I think everyone should know.
2: (laughs) Crazy how many Americans don't even know American history. But I feel like as a big picture person, I've been watching this happen for years, and I've been telling people, sending out these, these warnings of, this follow history. If you study history, you can see how it's repeating itself. And and people, their attention spans are very short. And I think their ego gets in the way. It says, divided we fall. It's been written for us. These are these are things that we think we understand. And I think what we have to remember to your point or to acknowledge is that. We are not going to defeat this by beating each other down. This is not a war where a side needs to win. The most powerful thing we have within each of us is love. That is what is gonna defeat everything. And it's not a blanket thing you can give everyone. When we were talking about what to do, that's not the answer. The, The answer, it lies within affecting one person. Just triggering something in one person that shifts the vibration, that shifts the energy, and then they trigger that in someone else, and so on and so forth, and it ripples out. That is what I think is in our power. That's something we need to learn to harness.
1: Yeah. That's
0: very true. I actually had an interesting conversation with my mom. You know, first of all, we're not superheroes. Like, we, as much as we like to think that we can change the world, the best thing and change you can do is what you said, Sari, you know, it, it's doing small things to individuals, you know, to help change their perspective. And then that's a spiral effect. Like people want to be this big, powerful, you know, and famous for it, a, a head, the head of a movement or something. No, it's about having an important conversation with your mom that doesn't understand what's going on. And explaining to her, no, mom, you know, the, the reason this is happening is because of X, Y, and Z. And, you know, just in explaining it, and she said she was very, she goes, oh, yeah. And so I hope that she tells her girlfriends when they're on the phone talking about all, all this craziness, you know. I hope she shares that perspective because, you know, if it's right and we just need to show compassion. But it is, there are so many triggering people in our society right now and I get triggered very easily like I have a you know I can have a temper knee-jerk reaction to things and and it's almost as though they're put here to be a distraction for us um to trigger us to make us angry you know it's like when you're in a fight with your little brother when you're younger and you egg each other on and you taunt each other and then he gets you to slap him across the face and then you're in trouble you know because but it's like but he made me do it and it's so much of what's happening right now. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I really, really hope that people can, can start coming together. And, you know, there's always different sides to every story, always. It's just, that's just the world we live in. So, you know, it's a, it's a very, um, it's a very scary time. And I am, um, I'm taking a little bit of a break from Los Angeles, which I haven't done in 14 years. Um, And it's very scary for me, but it's funny. It's like Mary tells me to do something and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Like (laughs) a few weeks ago, she was just like, Sam, I really think you need to go back to rural Ohio for a few months, like get out of there. And so, you know, I decided that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm packing up um, by putting my stuff in storage. I will be back. Um, However, you know, I just think that um, change is very hard for me. It's very hard for a lot of people especially during this time. So Mary, my question for you is how can, how can people embrace change and be more comfortable with change and whether, you know, that's crystals, different methods, kind of like calm everyone down, you know, like things are going to be okay.
1: Hmm. Yeah. You can embrace change by being aware of what is happening and what is about to happen. A lot of people are in denial, it is fascinating how many people are still insistent on opening up their restaurants. Mm-hmm. There are people who are investing into luxury stocks, like stocks of luxury brands. Imagine if you have a, la- a larger population, um, you know, going through—I wouldn't call it starvation. I would just call it, you know, some kind of deprivation of basic, you know, needs. When they see you walking in that Gucci or chanel next time down the street, they will not be very happy about it. A lot of old constructs and things are falling away, they're falling apart. If someone thinks of you know holding on to their project, their baby, like that restaurant, or a net of restaurants that they have been investing their time and energy into, this is the time right now exactly to let these things go and it's so painful for many they do everything to remain in this um in the state of denial and one of the uh interesting things that sam you've mentioned right now is instagram and social media and how we're all being manipulated uh, through these channels you know so. One is putting up one video and then another, and then people are spending hours, you know, arguing on social media about what they saw. Well, interestingly enough, um, this is how control is being created. Once again, i never thought that I would reread Edward Bernays, you know, whom I used to read 15 years ago. Uh, But it's just fascinating how Someone is like truly, truly trying to manipulate um, public opinion by putting, uh, crafting certain things, putting them together, you know. And Edward Bernays, is, is, as I recall, he was Sigmund Freud's nephew, so he knew always that um, if you want to influence public opinion, you should also know group psychology and he was uh, playing with these two things in order to create control which you know he did successfully when he worked for lucky strikes and many other uh, marketing campaigns um so stop being in denial Mm -hmm. just stop being in denial this is the best way of embracing uncertainty start finding friends who are comfortable um, going out of their comfort zone and bursting your comfort bubble. Mm-hmm. And start educating yourself on certain things. For example, how did Nazis? You know, how did they come into power? It was just series of little events, and one of the first triggers was hyperinflation back in the twenties. Was hyperinflation? This is how they came into power. So now there's always this pendulum that is moving back and forth, right? And we are at this point in history right now where pendulum will be moving back from globalization to nationalism. We will see it. We will clearly see it. And this is okay. If we know that this will be happening, this is already fine that means it gives us strength and power to act accordingly and be of service and help to people who truly need it and um you know um there is this wonderful book which i started reading before the whole thing with the virus uh, broke out um bought this book um i believe in russia uh, but it's an American author. I believe he's called Sebastian Junga, I'm not sure. Um, so he wrote this book, which is called The Tribe, and it's all about the dynamics of how people think when they're in a group, of their fear of being rejected by the group, and the two different types of leadership. So in times of crisis, the first type of leaders that, that, that emerge, are these strong leaders that uh, make reckless decisions and use violence and power. And they don't really bring anyone anywhere because it's just not, not working out. And then there comes the second wave of very compassionate people who can relate and who can actually calm you down, just like Sarah said, you know, who can just just pick you up and lift you up and raise your vibration and energy. And we will clearly see after you know February of 2020, probably um, uh, 2021. uh, Thank you. uh, We'll probably see this new type of leadership emerging. We'll be definitely in trend within the next four years. Like a positive one? Well, um. Well, as far as the events for this year, I don't want um, to play um, into some kind of prediction game, which is uh, combining the tools that we have at hand and astrology um, has proven to be a very effective tool. And what you and I, Sam, have been talking about a few days ago is just that all of these slow-moving planets, such as Neptune and Saturn... Um, for example, it takes 29 years for Saturn to, you know, make his move, like, in a complete way. So, these are very heavy, you know, loaded planets. They're all coming in various constellations right now, um, like, like we've never seen before in history. Like, last time we saw this was 900... 72 years ago. So this is the kind of tremendous change and transformation we're talking about. Now we can all sit here and think, oh my gosh, poor me, what am I going to do? Am I going to die? No, you guys have chosen to be here, to be in this body during this time. This is your free choice. Well, sometimes we, we make crazy decisions, you know, it's almost like a marketing campaign. It's almost like an advertisement on some paid TV channel, like shitty life, starvation and hunger, civil war uh, 102, you want to see the rise of the Nazis again, dial 1-800 just now and you will get this body in, in this lifetime, you know, and we dial that 1-800 number and now we're here. Yeah. so now we just got to deal with it and make the best out of it mm-hmm. yikes
0: <laughs> like an episode of Black Mirror that's for sure um, it was so actually there's um, I think it was in Europe somewhere but there was a like a post like a um, an ad for Black Mirror and Black Mirror season 6 isn't even in the works yet did you see that Sari and it said something it's like uh, happening now Black Mirror season 6 you're living in it like.
2: Sure, and then like, the picture of you was like the mirror. <laughs> yeah, this is the mirror, and You're just looking at yourself and it's like, oh no. It's true. It's the, I, I always I keep talking about this thing like as if somebody wrote this script. I'm like everything that happens between the, the the coronavirus and then the murder hornets and then, you know, there was that crazy story about the monkeys that stole the the coronavirus from a lab assistant in India, and I'm like, you can't write, I mean, I'm a writer, I couldn't (laughs) even think of this stuff, (laughs) like, who, what episode are we in, or where are we, I think we're in act three, I'm pretty sure, if I'm looking at the, the full story, I'm, I'm gonna (laughs) say it's act
0: three. Oh my god, crazy time. And
2: how many beautiful things,
1: um, arise from that, how many beautiful characters, how many beautiful diamonds are being created right now by the pressure. And um, this is how people find each other. And this is how the ones who've been living in denial start appreciating things and actually start looking at their friends circle and actually start looking at their partners. I just had this wonderful conversation with a beautiful lady yesterday, a girlfriend of mine. We went hiking. And uh, she told me a story of, you know, dumping her latest boyfriend. Um, It seems like everyone does it right now because um, people realize, hey, I don't have time for bullshit anymore. I don't have time for, you know, fake relationships or something that does not develop me as a person. And good luck to those who are still holding on to their old relationships. We're gonna see how that's gonna work out for you in November, December of this year. (laughs) I can't believe it. Sounds a little bit mean, but it's true.
0: Well, Mary, thank you so much. Um, And everyone that's listening and watching, um, I hope this brought some insight, some positivity, some tips and tricks, and to just kind of um, change your mindset because it's important.
1: I just realized that um, um, some of the listeners might want to hear what kind of crystals to wear in times of adversity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I spontaneously realized that one of the best crystals that I would recommend um, is actually tiger eye, or tiger eye that has a lot of iron in it. Mm-hmm. It really grounds you and opens up uh, the Manipura chakra, which is the pure will and action. And sometimes we just we can we always can step out of the vibration of fear and act joyfully. The only thing to remember um, is to we can we can practice inner strength and we should practice inner strength. We should read um, read up on stoicism. We should revisit some of the works that have been written back in 1920s, 1930s on psychology and propaganda, because we will see this happening again. Um, And on a positive note, we can definitely practice meditation, but the kind of meditation that gives access to our true, truly beautiful inner nature. And it's just clear light and unconditional love. You cannot destroy that. This is not going to be destroyed, no matter what. Now, if it helps anyone, you can start practicing perceiving that everything that is happening in the outside world as a dream. As Buddha rightfully stated 2,500 years ago, uh, form is emptiness, emptiness is form. Just perceive it as the free play of space and try to be as useful as you can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Carrie, any final thoughts, last questions?
2: I just want to thank Mary for joining us. We have to do this again. I feel like there should be a part three, four, five. I feel like I feel like we should just continue, continue the conversation. Um, I always love talking to you. Thank you for your clarity and your insight and your beauty and your love and all of it. Thank you.
1: Beautiful, ladies. I hope that, uh, we will have another episode on something more exciting. Um, uh, but this, uh, this was needed. Very much. As a little push and, you know, the tool that creates awareness.
0: And Mary, where can everyone, uh, find you on Instagram and, you know, all that to, to follow your lovely Instagram that I love?
1: hmm Um, I believe that you would probably put a link uh, under this video. Um, There is a second book, by the way, coming up. that's the part two on boosting your immune system with the help of crystals. And uh, these are the results basically of my work over the past 10 years with uh, thousands of people. Um, This is going to be very interesting. And uh, if we will have the second wave of virus, for sure, this book will be sold out in minutes Um, hopefully Amazon will still function by then (laughs) no you guys um, educate yourself when it comes to crystals and um, this is just a great tool that that has been there that that was always there that will be there in years to come yeah well I can't wait to read that book it's amazing Um, okay guys
0: well thank you all for joining us and uh, sending love so much love um, to all of you and uh, we got this let's just stick together try to be positive and uh, you can find me sam davidson at samd 43 on instagram and of course you can find the um, account for our show which is spiritual spiral show on instagram and you can find sari at the savvy scribbler <laughs> and yeah we will see you next time thank you everyone Thank you.